Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CAPITAL and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM. MGM.com and enter code CAPITAL and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The Road to Rediscovery is sponsored by BetterHelp. Let me ask you something. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? You know, for me growing up, feelings of anxiety, inadequacy, doubt, and even imposter syndrome got in the way uh, of me reaching my goals and reaching my full potential, right? So BetterHelp addresses these and more. It's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and, get this, financial aid is even available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. They mean it. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Road to Rediscovery. That's Better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And there's a special offer for our Road to Rediscovery listeners. Get 10% off your first month when you register at betterhelp.com slash roads rediscovery. We're all on this journey of life together, and it sure feels good to know professional help is within our reach with BetterHelp. Again, that's Better H-E-L-P. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Our lives are laid out on a road of bumps, turns, struggles, and more. How do we respond? How do we endure adversity for learning and growth? I'm Aubrey Johnson, and we'll explore these questions and more on The Road to Rediscovery. Hello, everyone. My name is Aubrey Johnson, and I am the creator and host of The Road to Rediscovery podcast, and I am hoping to um, get some insights from all of you or any of you uh, who would be listening. And it's regarding how do I start going to bed earlier? Now, I am located in North Texas, uh, North Dallas, to be precise. And um, it's pretty ironic that I'm asking this question because the, the current time is 1040 p.m. Central Standard Time. But you know what? This is nothing for me. Okay, um, I am. I've been known to stay up till three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, um, just I don't know doing stuff. Right? I mean, like I said, I'm a podcast creator and host. I also have a day job, and so for my day job, I'm doing my day stuff. Um, I'm a homeowner, so when I'm not doing my day job stuff during the day. I'm doing home stuff. And so when the daylight hours are for my day job and for, you know, responsibilities as a homeowner, such as, you know, yard work, landscaping, um, you know, uh, keeping the inside clean and that sort of thing, um, I use my evenings for my love, which is podcasting, um, where I interview amazing guests from all around the world. And uh, where I do my editing. I'm pretty much a one-man show with my podcast, but I'm very proud of it because it is a quality uh, quality um, show. Uh, but 
I spent all kinds of hours of the evening uh, and the night um, working on this. And one thing I've noticed is even though I go to bed, let's say on a given night, anywhere between 2 and 4.30 a.m., um, even though I go to bed at, at those hours feeling like I have accomplished something or moved the needle with, uh, with everything, my day job and with my podcast, when I wake up that next morning, I, I'm very sluggish. I, I end up, you know, I get out of bed and I don't, you know, I don't procrastinate when that alarm goes off, I wake up, but man, am I very, very sluggish, cloudy headed. Um, and it's not a good start to the day, right? It's not a great way or mindset to have to start your day. And I'm trying to figure out more efficient ways to, uh, to, to, to get these things that I enjoy doing in the evenings done a bit earlier. So I can go to bed a bit earlier. I mean, you know, I'm 54 years old. And by the time a lot of my peers who are my age get to this age, you know, they're like, man, anything past nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, they, they turn into a pumpkin, right? They don't want to um, be up any later, you know, and, and they're ready for bed. And with me, I don't know if I have, you heard that term FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Uh, I don't know if uh, it's a fear of missing out of something that happens in the evening. What am I going to miss out on? You know, I'm, I'm at home. I'm not out and about like in the clubs or, um, you know, in some hustling, bustling city, you know, I'm in North Dallas. And, um, and, and so, you know, I, I don't know if it's fear of missing out or if it's just that I want to be as productive as possible in my passion and love for podcasting um, with editing, marketing, promotions, uh, recording, you know, all that stuff in which I do in the evening. Um, I, 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 I want to balance it to where these things get done in a reasonable amount of time in the evening. And then I, um, I can go to bed at a more reasonable hour, especially during the weeknight and uh, wake up better rested. Um, you know, so, uh, so I can start my day off with the right mindset. Now, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I have heard, I have heard phrases where people say, you know, uh, the type of day you're going to have starts the night before. And I believe that. I think that's true. You know, if you have a quality night's sleep the night before, when you wake up, that is a great indicator of, you know, what type of day you would have, um, you know, as far as, you know, your mindset, your alertness and, and that sort of thing. And plus, um, you know, all the other benefits of having a good night's sleep, right? It increases your immune system or, you know, you're not as susceptible to um, sickness and illnesses and, and that sort of thing um, as you would be with very little sleep. So, uh, you know, I'm aware of all the benefits and everything. Uh, I just like to be a night owl at times. And, uh, um, but some mornings I wake up thinking, okay, what is it all worth, right? What is it all worth to be up so late? What am I missing out on? Why can't I do my podcast um, hobby, love, and passion uh, during a more reasonable hours, even if it is the early evening, um, and still go to bed at a reasonable hour so I can have a decent you know, day when I wake up? Um, that's what I would like to do. Now, I have tried gradually to start going to bed earlier and earlier. And, you know, a lot of you may laugh at this, but uh, I made a warning or, you know, a warning on my, on my iPhone to, um, to, to alert me and kind of lock my iPhone for the night on do not disturb um, at 1130. And that 1130 is my reminder of when I, um, 
should go to bed and be in bed. 11.30, you're probably thinking, 11.30, man, that is super late. And yeah, it is super late, um, or it is late. You know, um, it's only a half hour before technically it's the next day. So um, I, again, baby steps, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go to bed earlier. 11.30 would be earlier by my standards, you know. So if I start with that, say for two weeks, <clears throat> excuse me, and realize that I am able to do that for two straight weeks, then maybe after that, I cut it down to going to bed at 11 or maybe 1030, you know? Um, but I, I, I just realized, especially over this past holiday weekend, that something's got to give, something's got to give. I can't keep working on my hobby that I love in the after hours um, not even evening hours, they're, they're after hours, um, and, 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 and go to bed and still wake up ready to start my day. I, I, I wake up dreading mornings because I don't feel rested and I don't want to feel that way. Right. So, you know, for those of you who just joined in to listen, thank you so much. I'm still, um, I'm not, I'm not wrapping up you know, because I, I would love your input and your your thoughts on how do I start going to bed earlier, right? Um, I am, like I said, my name's Aubrey Johnson. I am the creator and host of the Road to Rediscovery podcast. And on my show, I interview amazing guests who have uh, overcome tremendous obstacles and adversities um, to survive and thrive and then, you know, push forward to help others who are struggling. So, um, you know, my show's about that. It's about reflecting on life lessons. And I have a big lesson staring at me straight in the face. And that is this lesson of going to bed early. I have to say, from a personal growth standpoint and a development standpoint, I think this is my biggest struggle. I think it's my biggest development item. Um, of course, we're all not perfect. We all try to do the best we can. And I know I can do better in terms of going to bed earlier, getting a better night's sleep, and still be able to maintain, you know, my my passion and love for podcasting and the quality work that I do during these uh, late night hours. So, um, I'm open to any thoughts or input. Um, maybe some of you have the same struggle, you know, and uh, or maybe some of you who have had the same struggle has found that silver bullet, so to speak, or that that um, that 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 solution to uh, how it helps you improve. You know, maybe maybe you've kicked the habit and you've improved in getting more sleep and now it's just a, a lifestyle. It's just a behavior change. And, and I think that's what I need. I think it's a behavior change for me. Okay. And, uh, um, and, and that sort of thing. Now I will say this, I will say this. I'm a big sports fan. In fact, my favorite sport is Boxing, well, boxing and football, okay? And football season, the NFL season, will be officially starting this Thursday. And um, I'm a big college football fan, too. So um, my one caveat, I guess uh, I'll say, is, you know, I will be staying up for the uh, Sunday night football, Monday night football, Thursday night football, you know, the primetime um, games. So, you know, that without a doubt. But here's the thing. After the game is over, the discipline part, the discipline part for me is after that game is over, which would be like around 1030 or 11 um, central time, which is where I am, not to go in my office and start doing my podcast editing or recording or, um, or anything like that, but to go straight to bed, go straight to bed after the primetime game. That is going to be tough. And that's what I'm um, resolving to do. Um, but, you know, 
for me, a guy who goes to bed anywhere, like I said, between 2 and 4.30 a.m. on any given night, um, what would be a good start for me to go to bed earlier? Is it that 11.30 that I, um, that 11.30 warning that I put on my phone that I mentioned a few minutes ago? Or is it um, an earlier time? You know, again, with the exception of the primetime NFL games. <laughs> um, when the NFL, when the NFL season is over, when football season is over, then, you know, I'll be going to bed much earlier. At least that's my hope. Um, I kind of thought that was the case this year, uh, earlier this year after the Super Bowl in February, that um, I'd be going to bed a lot earlier, but I haven't been. Um, to me, it's a fault. It's a bad habit that I've fell into. And I'll be honest with you guys, there have been times when I have been up in my office at 2.30 in the morning. Um, I finished um, editing uh, a show, the video and the audio versions of one of, my, one of my episodes, one of my guests. And once I've done that, I looked at my watch I saw it was 2.30, <clears throat> excuse me, and I just sat there at my desk staring at the screen, you know, almost thinking to myself, okay, what else do I need to do? And it's 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> I thought to myself, Aubrey, pull yourself together, man. Snap out of it. It's, it, it's crazy that you're up this late, Okay. So stop staring at the screen. You did what you wanted to do. Go to bed, you know, and that's what I have to kind of tell myself. And uh, it's tough. It's tough for me, you know. Um, some of you may be wondering, okay, well, Aubrey, um, have you ever had a job where you work third shift? The answer is no. I mean, I've had jobs where, you know, it's first or maybe second shift, but due to unique circumstances, like let's say inventory, um, I had to pull an all-nighter, you know, but but not not a job where my regular schedule was a third shift. So no, I haven't, and no, I don't want a job with third shift. I uh, love the job that I have, it's first shift. Uh, what I don't love is how I feel when I wake up in the morning because I have had uh, less than five hours of sleep. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. Like I said, I'm 54 years old and, um, you know, I, I, I shouldn't care about what I'm missing <laughs> by going to bed. Besides, I'm not missing anything. I'm just at home. All right. Uh, it almost reminds me of when I was, um, when I was in my freshman year of high school and the football coach told us this one time, he said, um, guys, Friday nights, those are Friday night lights, high school football. Okay. I need you to be at the school at this time. And we're, you know, we're going to have a great game. We're going to win, uh, JV, uh, your games are Saturday morning, freshman. Yep. You need to suit up too and uh, get here early on Saturday and don't stay out all night and don't stay out late, you know, because knowing that uh, the coach knew that high school students, you know, would stay up late. And the one thing he would always say is nothing good ever happens after midnight. <laughs> That's what he used to tell us. Now, I know that statement may be up for debate depending on who's in the conversation and what lifestyle, um, you know, those in the conversations have, you know, um, but um, for a high school kid, he was right. Nothing good happens after midnight. In other words, there's no reason to be up at midnight or after midnight for someone that age. And, um, 
it almost seems to me if I could have that type of mindset, you know, um, that may help me, that may help me in, um, in my discipline and getting to, um, getting to bed at a more reasonable time. Uh, hey, it looks like we have a guest waiting to share some insight. I'm open for anything. Uh, let's, uh, let's bring him or her on. Hello, up, oh, guest three, two, one. Hello. Hey, hello, Sandra, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for uh, um, being willing to come on and uh, share some insight that you may have or or any questions you may have. I'm, I'm open to hearing anything. Yeah, it's... Uh... <clears throat> about this uh start going to bed earlier i think it's really difficult to do it because it's so fun to stay up at night and it feels better but if you want to really commit to going to bed earlier then uh, i believe that staying awake a whole night so you're like really really tired the day after and then you put an alarm and you can write something like Time to go to bed, buddy, or something like something. So mm -hmm. you really react on the alarm. Don't just put an alarm. Name the alarm so it pops up like "Let's go" or something. Let's go to bed. Nice. And then, uh, then you can like uh, just decide to when you see that you have to go and brush your teeth and go and lie down in your bed. And you don't have to go to bed without the phone because I think that's a problem that people does that they. And then they get restless because they're so used to their phone. So you can go to bed with the phone. Mm -hmm. And then when you start to feel that you're feeling a bit tired, you can put away the phone. But don't put away the phone until you're like really tired. That's how I do it when I, because then, and then you can like continue doing that, not staying okay. awake every other night, but you know what I mean? Yes, yes, I follow you. So um, not just having an alarm on the phone but you know, uh, set the alarm to 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 read to, to read something or to say something um that that indicates going to yeah. bed yeah it makes a lot of sense like it's yeah because then it's like you're telling yourself because if someone tells you to oh you should go to bed but if you you get the message from yourself like yes like I have different messages. Like I don't just have alarms because then I don't remember what the alarm is about. So I need to have like, <laughs> so it's like okay, now you're gonna, um, uh, now you're gonna go down to the laundry room and stuff like that. Right, right, right. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, so when the alarm mm -hmm. specifically means something and you set it up to where it either tells you what it is or what it means, or it's um, the description of the alarm says something specific like, hey, Aubrey, time to go to bed, then I will know what it means and I can follow it, hold myself accountable and follow um, the instruction of the alarm. And like you said, I don't have- Yeah, and it's important to make it fun too. Okay. I think, sorry for interrupting. No, that's okay, no, please. Yeah, it is fun to make it fun. Uh, <clears throat> to make it fun, you know, like uh, like write something. You can give yourself uh, like a, a nickname or uh, like I for like a year or two, I've had uh, let's go. Mm -hmm. Just let's go. Gotcha. When it's time to do something like let's go to bed or let's take your yeah. medication or let's go, let's do this, let's do that. Yes. So if you do you have like a nickname? Um, no, not too much of, of, of a nickname, but as you were speaking there, Sandra, I was thinking, you know, maybe I can have my alarm say something like, hey, if you don't want to turn into a pumpkin, better get to bed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Okay. That's perfect. Okay, yeah, um, I really appreciate that advice. That is great advice. I mean, 
I never thought of something to make it fun. And and you know what? Something, I mean, to, to make it fun like that, just as you suggested, Sandra, that, that takes that trick that takes the dread and the drudgery of uh, out of going to bed. I mean, I don't want to go to bed in a bad mood thinking, Oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm going to bed this early. I really need to blah, 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 you know? Um, but yeah. the, it, it, it takes that drudgery out where I'm not dreading it. In fact, I'm looking forward to it. And, and, and that's, that's where I want to be in my mind with my mindset when it comes to, you know, um, committing to going to bed at an earlier time. Um, that's a great suggestion. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, it works. Uh, I mean, it, it's not it's not like it's some, some kind of magic uh, recipe, but right. it's it's a really good because I believe that um, anytime you're going to do like anything, then you need to make it fun if you're not easily motivated. Yes, yes. Um, if you don't easily get motivated, then you need to like kind of make make it fun. Yes. Yes. No, I love that. I love that. Um, Making it fun would better motivate you. You know, Um, it it would motivate me because, Mm -hmm. you know, as humans, we're all driven to uh, a couple things. Number one, incentive, right? If we are told to do something, we're like, okay, well, what's in it for me? What's the incentive? You know, what's the benefit? And then the second thing is fun you know, making it fun. Um, at least I'm driven by fun. If somebody says, hey, Aubrey, you want to go with me to the store? And I'm thinking the store, oh, that's not too much fun. No, thank you. And then they say, hey, it's going to be fun. And then I'm thinking, oh, okay, now I'm intrigued. You know, <laughs> where where can we be going? What can we be doing? <laughs> what kind of store is this, right? So uh, it's a silly example, I know, but I mean, it just uh, mm. it just hopefully drives the point home um, that, you know, I'm driven by fun. And with your idea of making the alarm fun, um, I, I, I think that would that would better, you know, better uh, drive me to to actually, you know, go to bed earlier. Yeah, I don't know how for for how long of a sentence you can write in the alarm if you can write as long as you wrote but uh, that you said but yeah that's Uh, tremendous Sandra yeah Yeah. so what other types of um, like uh, alarms have you um, given yourself like for you know like you said doing Uh, I can check my yeah, I, I'm going to check my uh, alarm thing here. Are you still there? Okay. Yes, I am. Are you still there? Oh. I, yes. I just reset yes, my here. phone to factory settings, so uh, it's, it's difficult to oh. find stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I understand. Um, but it, from what I remember, it's... Um, or hold on, I'm going to find my the clock here. Here's the clock. Okay. Okay. Aha, uh-huh, now the alarms are gone since I reset the phone. Uh, but it's like laundry and taking my medication. Yes, yes. And uh, like get going if I'm going to go somewhere. Right. And then uh, let's go if it's something fun that's going to happen. And then I'm just reminding myself that you are doing something fun now. Let's go. Go into the shower so you can go out and have fun with your friends, you know. Yes. So then I just yes. have, like, let's go for that. Okay. And get going for I actually write them in English. I don't know why. Uh, oh, you do? Like, get going mm-hmm. uh, is, like, uh, more of a motivated thing. Like, yeah. But you will, you will, you will like... Uh, you will find out what works for you. Yes, yes. And and I just have to play with it a little bit, right? Yeah, just play with it. And also use different kind of uh, uh, alarm noises for ringtones for different kind of things. Yes, yes, exactly. You know? And use the fun ringtones. Okay. 
Yeah, I like the fun. I, I'm, I'm telling you what to do now here, but it's <laughs> sorry. No, but, no, I appreciate uh, it. This is that, as great a suggestion. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the suggestion. Absolutely, no, thank you for that. I mean, uh, I, I think I think the ringtone should be fun. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sandra, I I appreciate thank you so much your, your for input. having I mean, me. No, my pleasure. I appreciate your input, and I am going to, I am going to actually apply what you've suggested, make it fun, and yeah, um, try it. And, and, it might work for you. Yeah, too. and, ha and ha exactly, and have fun ringtones. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sandra. Much appreciated. Um, man, what a great idea having a like making the reminder fun, right? Making the alarm fun. Because like I said, before Sandra came on, you know, I have an alarm, uh, you know, it just kind of disable, not disables the phone, but puts it in a do not disturb mode. And, um, and, and it tells me that, you know, it's time. Um, it just says good night or something, you know, but that's not fun. And her idea to make it fun, um, I, I'm I'm going to apply that, and um, oh, I forgot to ask Sandra. Maybe I'll ask her at another time, or maybe ask you. Um, what is a decent time, you know, for me, or you think that you know for for one for someone to go to sleep or go to bed? Right um, now, I'm going to give you a little little backdrop. I'm going to give you a little context. Okay. Like I said earlier, I live in North Dallas. Um, I work from home. I work remotely ever since the start of the pandemic. Um, actually I go into the office one day a week, but that's on Wednesdays. Um, but ever since March of 2020, um, I've been, I've been all remote, you know, so my office is just down the hall from my bedroom. <laughs> and, uh, and that was a tough routine to get into, making a switch from driving into work on a 45-minute commute one way every day um, to uh, just walking down the hall and going into my office to work. Uh, but I'm, I'm still at it four days out of the five-day work week. So I get up at 7 a.m. Uh, normally. And, uh, um, and, and, and work till about six o'clock in, in, you know, in the evening. Um, so if I go to bed at say one thirty on a weeknight, you know, that is less than six hours sleep that I'll be getting to wake up at seven. And, uh, again, I'm 54 years old. So when I do wake up, you know, I, I take a shower, brush my teeth, do all the usual stuff, but I have gotten into not yoga, but these, but these stretches, these um, kind of extended stretches that I do with my torso, my arms, my legs and so forth, um, my back. And, uh, you know, I, I, I do that um, and some exercises and, you know, lift some dumbbells um, my office is, <laughs> it's crazy. It, it's, it's, it's my day job office slash podcasting studio slash voiceover studio, because I'm a freelance voiceover, um, artist slash exercise room. This is where I have my dumbbells. I have my, um, my, uh, yoga mat, even though I don't do yoga, I do stretches on it. Um, but it's all done in this office and it cracks me up because it makes it sound like it's this huge room when really it's not, it's a, it's a cozy, it's a cozy room <laughs> that, uh, that's a bedroom that I made into an office. So anyhow, um, my point is behind all that is that I do these things in the morning, uh, every morning to get my mind right, so to speak, right. To get my mind right in the morning, to get in the correct frame of mind to start working, even though, you know, I'm not leaving the house, you know, I'm, I'm sitting at my desk in my office, uh, my home office, ready to start my work day. Um, to me, that, that gets me mentally set, right? Um, last or a couple years ago when the pandemic started and we were working from home, 
I fell into some bad habits, man. I mean, uh, you know, having to sign on for work at eight o'clock, I would sleep till about 7.45. I'd get up, still be in my pajamas, crawl across the hallway floor, roll out of bed, crawl across the floor, into, and, and then sit down directly, you know, in my office in front of the computer screens. And you know what? Even though, yeah, I'm physically there, my mind wasn't there. I wasn't mentally uh, adjusted and set to start my day you know, just rolling out of bed and crawling across the hallway. Um, and that's not the way to start your day off, you know. Um, and and so I fell into some good habits with the stretches and the exercises that I do every morning before I start my work day. But I still want to do better, okay? Like I said, my podcast is about personal growth, personal development, um, and, and, and so... I want to grow continuously and learn continuously. And um, I think I can do better by uh, now that I have accomplished the habit of my morning stretches and exercises and, um, and mentally adjusting myself to start my workday, I can now up the ante, so to speak, by going to bed the night before at a more reasonable time, man, I mean, I figure, or at least I, I like to think I do a good job. I perform very well with my job. But, and if that's the case, I just think about how much more productive and efficient I can be on my job if I had a full night's sleep. <laughs> that, 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 that's what, that, that's the struggle, the inner struggle I'm having in my head because I know I can do it, but I need to do a better job balancing my day out uh, with what I do with my podcasting, what I do with my voiceover gigs, um, what I do as, um, you know, with, uh, with my day job. I mean, um, balancing all that out to where there is time to do it all. We all get 24 hours, right? No one gets any more than anyone else in this world. So the trick is how do you manage that time that we're all given? We're all given the same amount of time each day. I need to do a better job with, um, with sorting that out, I guess. And that's a development item for me. And when I have these solo episodes on my show, as well as the conversations with my amazing guests, I never, ever intend or try or want to come across as some self-righteous guy sitting on his ivory tower talking about what you must do to be better, what you must do to improve in your quality of life. I'm human too. I make mistakes. I'm trying the best I can. And I have realized late in life, but I've realized that I can't do it all myself. And I need to reach out for help, reach out for assistance, reach out for input whenever I'm struggling with something that I can't seem to resolve on my own. That's why you see the title of this recording, Seeking Your Input. How do I start going to bed earlier? And so I'm just soliciting for input. It looks like we have another guest. Um, thank you so much for being willing to share some insights. Um, really, really appreciate this. Um, uh, great dialogue here and monologue, I guess you can say. Um, let's bring on the guest, see what uh, uh, he or she can share with me. Brother Prater. Sir, how you doing today? Yes, sir. Hey, Brother Prater, I'm doing great. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, doing great. I really appreciate you uh, I'm on with this topic and also even allowing me to be here this is something that um it would be transparent with ourselves many of us 
mm-hmm. deal with it. And um, I know me, um, I'm a night owl, and me being a night owl, I work in the morning time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a law enforcer in uh, Dallas, Texas, and mm-hmm. um, I'm supposed to be at work at seven o'clock. And matter of fact, it is 11 something <laughs> at night, and some people mm-hmm. will be in bed at this time, but actually, not only me being on the phone, but I got my guitar right beside me. No, I need to take my behind the bed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you some of the things that um, I began to do to really kind of just help my mindset. Yes, sir. Um, now, one of the things I try to do, I try to write things down, write down um, the importance the important things I need to do because money is lost whenever I don't do what I'm supposed to do. Mm. And so, um, well, well, made me think about that. Um, real short story. I, I work in the jailhouse. Uh, I've been working in the jailhouse for 28 years. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, I, one of the things I found out was I would often tell the inmates that um, Dallas County receive and this this was back in the 90s so things have changed now but i'm just giving you um an example of what changed my mindset um that yes. kind of would make that kind of would make 150 dollars per day per inmate oh wow and whatever and whenever uh they would get quote unquote three for one credit if you think about three times 150 is 450 right $450 per day per inmate that somebody paying Dallas County and none of it is going into their pocket and so imagine if Dallas County is receiving $450 per day per inmate and imagine the person is giving Dallas County 450 what if they held on to 450 themselves so 450 plus 450 is $900 per day per inmate wow and none of that is going into the inmate's pocket. It's going to somebody else's pocket. Mm-hmm. And so what I did, I calculated how much that was per per week mm-hmm. and per year. And then I divided it and it kind of looked at it as an a hourly or minute wage. And so what I started seeing was if that money is not going into Dallas County or somebody else, but if it starts going into our pockets, Mm-hmm. First of all, we, we have value. And then also, it let me know that each and every one of us have the opportunity for money, but it's where we spend our time that makes the difference. Yes, yes. And so and so with that, what I started doing, it made me subconsciously start prioritizing with, is this where I'm supposed to be at? If this is what I'm supposed to be doing? And then also putting a time frame because we do have leisure time, but the most important thing that matters is our work time. Once work is completed, then you can have some leisure time. But if you have not completed your work, then you actually are mismanaging money that either you could potentially have or mm-hmm. money that you actually forfeiting. And so when you so when you start looking at your time as an hourly wage, mm-hmm. then it kind of mm-hmm. helps us to be more responsible, if that makes sense. Yes, um, yes, sir. Yeah. So, so it, you know, I would think about like uh let's say like a barber. A barber, if you really think about it, if the barber becomes great at his skill, he can charge more. And as long as he has that set price of, okay, he can he can do this nice fade, haircut or whatever like that. And they just say, if he charged $50, well, he can charge $50 to do that hair, but if it takes him two hours to do one head versus taking five minutes and end up doing 10 heads, he'll right. make more money He'll make more money if he utilizes his time better. Yes. And so if we just have the mindset first of understanding that 
leisure time and wasteful or mismanaged time takes money out of our pocket mm. or deprive us from receiving the money from their pocket into our pocket. Yes. You know, and, and then also there's an internal, there's like an internal alarm that God in, invested into us where we can feel, we know when we are somewhere where we're not supposed to be at or some doing something we're not supposed to, you know, yeah. it, 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 it's, it's like your brook that I was saying, your brook is running dry. So mm-hmm. I can talk, I can talk to you for five minutes and it'd be a great conversation. But then when that purpose is over with and I'm still holding you up, there's a little agitation because that, that alarm God is alerting you like, Hey, Hey, cut it short or hey cut him off you need to go move on but what happened we override that alarm right and and so and so with Uh with that writing down and prioritizing and stick to your schedule you know even the bible tells us to write the vision and make it plain so if we can write down our itineraries for the morning for, for the next day write it down and get into the practice of obeying what you write and then when you master that then you can have it subconsciously where even if you don't have it written but you still are training your emotional and spiritual alarm clock to let you know hey look my time is up on this i need to move on 100 i i i totally agree and that is that's a wonderful strategy, Brother Prater. It really is. And and one thing that 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 you said that resonated with me is, you know, um, not not spending spending your time, your leisure time, in an inefficient way that takes away from your work time can take money out of your pocket, or you know, not not put money in in the place where it should be mm-hmm. for for that time spent because of mismanaged time, and so you know, thinking there's there's two, you know, numbers don't lie, and when it comes to numbers meaning dollars in pockets or hours spent, the numbers don't lie, and and that's that that's the thought that kind of rang in in my head as you were explaining that brother Prater. And I really appreciate that because that gives me another perspective or thought, even though I may not be on the clock the night before, okay, I'm making an investment by going to bed earlier so that I can be efficient and not mismanage my time when I am on the clock. That, that, that's, that, that was my takeaway from what you shared, brother Prater. Yes. Yes. Uh, also, one last thing I'll mm-hmm. share. Um, when I'm on my job, mm-hmm. I'm on my job. Yes. But there is a difference between my job and my work. And so, blessedly, the job that I have, mm-hmm. I'm there for eight hours. But I have a job where in my eight hours, I can make my job where it extends and I have to work the whole eight hours mm-hmm. or I can be on my job and I can work my assignment or my task be done within three hours and the rest of the five hours are mine. So gotcha. what I do, so what I do, I give my job everything I can. And when work is supposed to be done, I do it so I can get done on my job within three hours and then after I get done when my job is finished then I do my work while I was on my job my work is what I do outside of my job okay but I'm but I'm able to do the paperwork at my job so in other words I'm getting paid through my job and I'm also getting paid through my personal work Mm, understood Understood. So, you, you know, I, I, what caught my attention about that, God gave it. Brother Prater, I think I lost you, man. Um, I think the 10-minute time went down, but please feel free to jump back on if you want. Uh, some, some amazing insights coming from here. Really appreciate this. 
Council. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you now. Okay, okay. okay. I'll make it real short. Um, when we look at God gave Adam work. He didn't give Adam a job. He gave him work. And when okay. we looked up that word work, in its original language in Hebrew, work actually is a word that means energy or source from God. And so what I found out, mm -hmm. God has given each and every one of us at least a gift or an ability to create personal wealth and work. But even if we own our job, we have to make sure to properly manage to do what needs to be done and prioritize. So once we get our job completed, our assignment on our job completed, then we can even incorporate our personal work even on our job. I see. So the so the more so the more you eliminate the leisure time and get into your work time, then you can create more money, finances, as well as better help us to be better disciplined. And so, uh, like I said, that, that's one of the things that um, really stood out to me that, um, you know, I and, and you you taking from somebody who I know sometimes I don't get the rest that I need, but mm -hmm. um, the work ethic, I actually got it from my favorite artist, Prince. Prince, number one, yes, sir. Prince, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, his work, his work ethic. Um, I totally understand, you know, and I, I see that, and so that's that's been my. I said, matter of fact, I put my own self on punishment sometimes to do what I need to do. Yeah, if I need to study or whatever, mm -hmm. I won't go out anywhere. You know, as far as going, for going out, my going out is me studying me practicing me doing what I need to do so that way I'll do it now so that way I don't have to work hard later and last but not least mm -hmm. even when some even when some may ask hey did you watch that football game the other day mm -hmm. I said no I'm studying mm -hmm. why are you studying and watching the football game I said right now I'm studying I'm I'm not watching them on TV I'm studying where I could be in a position where one day they can watch me on TV. Ah, I got you. So, so, so the main thing is looking at the importance of where you're trying to go and understand that they're never going to try to bring some distractions to prevent you from being alert, being conscious, and being uh, on point. So right. um, just, just know I'm, I'm praying for you, and I appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Well, Brother Prater, I, I, I appreciate uh, you coming on, sharing your insights, because um, the things that you've said, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take to heart and I, I hopefully can put into practice. I uh, love the perspective about time is money. Numbers don't lie. Um, you, 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 you help and invest in yourself so you can be more efficient. Uh, I love your breakdown between job and work. Um, and gave some great examples, including Adam, when God gave Adam work, not a job. Um, man, I just appreciate all of that. And, and I've been sitting here taking notes as you were talking. So, uh, so, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, kind of let that sink in and drink in a little bit. And, um, and, and by the way, thank you so much for the work you do um, in, 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 you know, serving and protecting uh, the city of Dallas. I'm a North Dallas resident, so um, I, I appreciate uh, appreciate your service, sir. Um, you know, uh, for what you do. Thank you, thank you. I I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And one last thing, thank God. Um, this year makes twenty eight, but I'll be eligible to retire Wednesday, May thirty first at mm. three thirty p.m. next year. Oh man, so what a journey tell, you've had, man. So I, yes. So I tell people the same God that did it for me, he could do it for anybody else. But the question is, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? That's exactly right. And uh if it's uh bad enough to where you adapt the uh the prince work ethic, <laughs> then then you must want it pretty bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 
for but sure. I, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to overstay my time, but I want to tell you, I appreciate and I appreciate. Like I said, I appreciate your transparency. And many of us as men, we need to have this conversation with ourselves mm-hmm. for us to be able to keep have that legacy for us to be able to have something to pass down to our children and our children's children, our children's children. Yeah, that's exactly so right. I, I really, yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. It's all about transparency here. And I, I agree. Uh, more men need to get together and have these talks, you know, and, and say, Hey, look, you know, I mean, uh, I can't put up this facade or this wall, like nothing's wrong with me. I do everything right. You know, I mean, uh, you know, we have pain too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Brother Prater, thank you so much, sir. Uh, re- really appreciate you. And, uh, man, I wish you the best of continued success in the remainder of your career until uh, May of 2023 comes along. And you can reflect on a, um, on a, on a, on a journey well-traveled and a much-deserved uh, retirement, sir. Yes. Yes, I appreciate you. And just know that I'll be praying for you and praying for those who, uh, just like us, where we're trying to figure this thing out. I just call it life. What about balance and self-discipline? Yes. yes, exactly. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for the prayers and everything. God, God bless you, sir. God bless you. I appreciate All right. you. All right, everyone. Um, uh, great, great uh, input and insights for from some, some really amazing people who have uh, um, um, stepped forward to 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 come on as a guest uh, share their experiences their recommendations um i forgot to mention to brother prater as we were talking you know he he mentioned about the legacy we want to leave right for our children our children's children and um uh, i have a son he's 24 years old he just grad uh, he just graduated from the university of kentucky um in um December of last year, and uh, he had a great uh, uh, football career plan for the University of Kentucky uh, as well. And after he graduated, um, you know, he 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 got his um, he got his uh, his uh, undergrad, his bachelor's, and he uh, got his master's. And so uh, after graduation, he got married, and then. Um, after that, he uh, took a job with a Fortune 500 company, you know, and he's he's doing great. Um, I know I kind of dragged that out, but the whole point behind sharing that about my son is he's 24, okay? Him and his wife, they just had their first child, a son, a month and a half ago. So I am a pawpaw. I'm a pawpaw for the first time and I'm over the moon, okay? But even before they had their child, my son was going to bed earlier than me, and he still is going to bed earlier than me. He's like, nah, dad, me, and Sid, you know, his wife, um, we, uh, you know, we're in bed by 9.30. And I'm like, I'm so jealous, but I'm afraid I won't get everything I want to get done in the day done if I go to bed at 9.30. I'm afraid that I will miss out on something at 9, you know, if I go to bed at 9.30. And um, that that's that's the that's the noise, if you will, that I, I need to get out of my head. And so I'm going to work hard on that. Um, just being transparent with you, um, this is a struggle for me. And uh, I want to appreciate Sandra and Brother Prater for coming on and sharing their insights on, um, you know, some good suggestions. Sandra talked about the um, um, the alarm and just spe- and specifying what the alarm is for uh, by typing it out. So when it pops up, you know what it is and what it means. She talked about making it fun, you know, like, um, you know, give yourself a nickname or something that's kind of fun in the alarm, um, you know, and, and, and a benefit to, to you. 
Um, so, so that was, that was very good. And then brother, brother Prater came on, brother Prater came on and talked about, you know, just, um, the fact that time is money, numbers don't lie. And we, um, you know, the, the, his journey of the different, um, inmates, you know, um, in the jailhouse and, um, the, 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 the costs and the numbers crunching per inmate per night per day and, uh, and, and, and how that kind of calculated into his job and being there. Um, it really, it really sparked a thought in my head about, um, time being money and investing in yourself from a time perspective and having a good night's sleep so that you can be efficient and not mismanage your time when you are on the clock the next morning. And that was, that was a tremendous insight. Um, you know, and brother Prater, I'm gonna tell you right now, man, um, if, if, if I misunderstood or misinterpreted, um, that point that you mentioned with the, with the money, and um and and taking money out of your pocket when uh time is mismanaged i apologize but um the true value in what i did interpret from what you shared is a complete eye opener for me it's a complete eye opener so i haven't crunched the numbers enough to tell whether or not money's coming out of my pocket when i don't have um a sufficient night's sleep because I still get up at the same time. I still report to work at the same time. And at least I still believe I'm, you know, being productive. But um, like I said earlier, uh, I have no idea how much more productive I can be until I start going to bed earlier, investing in myself and, and looking at it as an investment in myself so that I can be in the right mindset in the morning. So I cannot dread waking up. So, you know, to, to, to start my day. And, and so I can be in the right mindset to, um, you know, to, to, to start my work day, you know, um, that was my biggest takeaway, um, from that conversation. So once again, I want to thank Sandra. I want to thank brother Prater. I want to thank all of you for tuning in and, um, and listening. And for those of you who didn't come on as a guest, um, uh, but you may have some insight or something, feel free to shoot me a DM using this app in the messages uh, area, or you can email me at road to rediscovery podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's road to rediscovery podcast at gmail.com. Um, Again, I want to thank y'all for, you know, just tuning in and listening. And uh, I know it's a lot that you heard me just babble on, babble, 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 you know, <laughs> just running my mouth. Um, so uh, in the midst of my um, rambling, I was, I, was, I was definitely glad to um, Sandra and Brother Prater came on to kind of, to kind of, you know, freshen things up with, you um, you know, with a, um, with a different voice and different perspective. So thanks again to Sandra and Brother Prater. Um, thank all of you for tuning in. Uh, again, shoot me an email or a message or DM if you have any suggestions or insights on how I can start going to bed earlier, um, what best practice that you have that works for you. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, I'll take it to heart and I'll see if I can apply it to, you know, my routine. Um, so yeah. Um, well, thank you guys, whether you know it or not, and whether I know you or not, I love you all. Um, you know, this, 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 this world and this, uh, humanity is, is all about love. Okay. Um, I, and, and I just, I just hope and pray for increased love and togetherness throughout the world. There's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of chaos. And um, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother episode. But um, anyhow, I just want to let you know that I love you all. And thank you all so much for uh, tuning into this conversation. Hopefully I'll be back on with another topic in a day or two. Love y'all. Have a great night. Thanks again. Good night. 
We really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Roads Rediscovery. We'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email at roadsrediscoverypodcast at gmail.com and leave us any questions or comments you may have. The Roads Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production. When you don't want your busy evenings to signal the end of dinnertime exploration, try Blue Apron's two or four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. With 60-plus options each week, you can choose from an ever-changing mix of high-quality meat, fish, vegetarian, WW-recommended, and wellness offerings. Order now and get $110 off across your first five orders when you visit blueapron.com unique.